Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I am Anthony Totry. We've got Eric Ruby back in his passenger seat today. We've got DJ Danielle making all the magic happen behind the mat. Guys, do us a solid. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review. Let us know what you think of this podcast. Eric, we missed you on yesterday's show. You were running around like a chicken with your head cut off. You I had know, a million man. and five different things to do. We're going to get into our Big 12 schedule, kind of a weird little tier list that we'll break down here in, in just a second. But first, you saw the ASU schedule. I'm just curious your initial thoughts on that, where Arizona State has to play and when they have to play some of these opponents. Uh, my first thought was, holy shit, Arizona State to the Big 12 now. <laughs> like, yeah. it, like, I've had that moment a couple of times, and then you sit, you look at the schedule, you go, it's weird. Huh, no UCLA. Huh, no USC. Huh. No Even though they're in the same uh, conference, no Colorado. Yep. You know, it's just, it, it's... It's continuing to get realer. Yeah. And more than just any one game, the entirety of just looking at the schedule and seeing so many teams that you don't usually see yeah. is huge. And and I'm still I'm still excited out of all of them. The game that I feel like keeps popping up to my brain is Texas Tech. Okay. Just because I feel like Jalen's going to go off and I feel like Kenny and the boys, their main mission is going to be to contain him. Oh yeah. And I feel like that head to head is something that I, I can't really point to another game that I'm looking forward to as far as from a single personnel standpoint, yeah. as I think with, with Texas tech, but that's more of like a, it's like a personal you know, thing less about just the overall game. Yeah, no, absolutely. We got Chris in the chat, LTC. Tony's here as always an Arizona Dodgers fan saying it felt weird seeing different teams. Absolutely. It right? felt weird seeing BYU on the schedule. It felt weird seeing Kansas on the schedule, not in basketball. Of um, course. Speaking of feeling weird, can we pop up that comment so we can look at the profile picture? I'm sorry. <laughs> what? So strange. What? What? So, so Cardinals. So strange. Suns, ASU. Good job. Yeah, it's weird. Chris, Dodgers? Chris in the chat, who are we blaming? Well, we're, we're just blaming the HDMI cable, Chris. That's, yeah, that's who there's, we're there's nobody to blame, just technology. Yeah, So, but for today's tier list, this is what we are going to do, okay? We have ASU's entire 2024 schedule, obviously the three non-conference games and then the other Big 12 games. So we are going to tier list out and rank these games, not just the opponent. The game, whether it's at home, on the road, when they have to play these teams. Overall difficulty. Full big picture here. And we've got five different tiers, okay? At the top, we've got extreme difficulty. Then we've got, you've got a chance. In the middle, we've got a toss-up. At the fourth spot, we've got should be a win. And at the bottom, a breeze. That's weird. All of them are going to go in the bottom rung for me. That's yeah, crazy. That's all, crazy. They're all a breeze. All of them. And look, just like I tweeted, everybody's going to agree with us 100% right. on this. So Nobody's like, ever had a problem with no, our tier list No, before. no, no. Everybody loves our tier list. Nobody's Everybody thinks we do a phenomenal job. No, I will say this. Damon being at the Super Bowl means that there's one less person that I have to worry about uh, being in my mentions about any sort of tier list. I'm sure so. Damon will find his I way. I miss Damon. I'll Dam say Damon it. will find his way back over here. It's what he always does. Artie in the chat. No games at Oregon, Washington State in November. Thank the gods. Thank the football gods. Okay. But without further ado, let's go ahead. Get started with our tier list. Eric, let's keep this thing going the same way that the schedule will go. Okay. okay. So we're going to start with our non-conference games. Let's start with the very first game of the season for Kenny Dillingham and Arizona State in 2024. And that is at home 
against Wyoming, August 31st. It's a Saturday. Normally, Arizona State, I feel like the last couple of years, has kicked off like on a Thursday or Friday. But right. they, they do have a Saturday game at home against a Wyoming team that, look, let's be real. It's a non-conference game against an opponent that you should absolutely handle. If it yeah. was on the road, I could, I would listen to, to throwing this in should be a win, but I, I feel very confident that this is going to be a breeze. They're, they're going to want to come out so strong. Yeah. The, a whole offseason with Kenny, guys kind of on fire. And then when you look at last season and the really weird game that, that kicked that off. Southern Utah, baby. Um, I think that they want to start on a better on a better note. This one should be a breeze. I think we could put it in there for now. Compared to the other teams, I think there's maybe only one other team that I'm looking for as a breeze. Right talking now. about Arizona, he's talking with the Arizona Wildcats. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm I, I'm cool with a breeze, but I, at the end of all of this, I want to revisit. And okay, yeah, no, that's absolutely something we can do. So let's go ahead. We'll throw Wyoming uh, into a breeze, and then we move on to the second game of Arizona State schedule, and we are still at home against Mississippi State. Now, Ralph was on the show the other day, and we were talking about the schedule. We were talking about these opponents, kind of how they fit in. Mississippi State had a really down year last year, uh, but it's still an SEC program. It's going to be interesting to kind of see what that team looks like in general. Um, they are a middle-of-the-pack, bottom-of-the-pack SEC team. Mm-hmm. Uh, last season, 5-7. and seven. This is not necessarily a program in its current state that you fear. Right. No, you don't fear them, but like you said, still an SEC team. Yeah, and college football can fluctuate so much. I mean, their their conference record last year was one in seven. Not great. So Wait, but all it is, seven, it is the SEC. So all seven of their losses came from in conference. Yeah, that's fair. So. I'm going to give that a little bit of credit. It's definitely not going to be a breeze. Definitely not. I'm leaning between toss-up and should be a win. Okay. Where are you between those two? I am, again, and and I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible here. It's an SEC team. We thought Arizona State last season, and granted, I know it's a completely different roster. I thought that this team was going to be able to hang around with Oklahoma State. I thought that they were going to at least be able to hang around with Fresno State. Yeah. They didn't manage to do that. No. I think if you are being a complete optimist here, I would say that you should put them in the should be a win category. But I am not sleeping on the fact that this is an SEC opponent. I think you see the schedule from last season. You see that they went five and seven. Um, and like you said, their loss is all coming in that conference schedule. I believe they beat Arizona last year. Like They did. And that was the... Before Fafita, that was before took Fafita. Over. and so you, a lot of U of A fans, oh, well, imagine if you know the game was, if they had a different quarterback, that outcome would be different. But it was still close. Yeah, it was still close. I, I want to say, I want to say it's a toss up. That's that's where yeah, I'm putting I, it. I think sa- safer is probably better with this team this year. Yeah, as optimistic as we are about the long term future and even the short term future to yeah. a certain extent as well. Um, I'm not ready to get too ahead of myself. Apologies to some people in the chat and not apologies to the others who like that. Um, I'm good with toss-up. Okay, let's go ahead and put them in the toss-up. couple comments in the chat. House of Heat Sports says, put U of A in the easy tier. They're scared See, no, to play we're getting anyone. There. Good. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, we got Debrem in the chat. I put Wyoming up one tier. Like we said, we'll revisit this whole thing at the very end so we can maybe discuss that a yeah, little bit Yeah, I, I think Wyoming has potential. 
Yeah, I, I do too. Potential, and it's again, you're, you're opening the season. You don't want to overlook an opponent, right? Which I feel like some no. teams can definitely do. No, uh, Glenn also in the chat saying Mississippi State replaces our Mountain West trap game. Absolutely, Ooh, absolutely. Yeah. That's why. Look, I am totally comfortable with where we're at right now. We got Clint in the chat. We got JJ in the chat. He spawns talking ASU basketball as he always does uh, but moving on to the third game of the season for arizona state first road game for arizona state you got texas state now this is a very interesting situation the texas state bobcats they've had a weird i would say uh, a weird month right their quarterback yeah. that led them to a bowl game i believe they went to a bowl game last season um their quarterback transferred out he transferred out of the program when Jaden delora transferred in Jaden delora has since gotten kind of pushed out of that program. He is no longer affiliated with Texas State. And as it stands right now, Texas State doesn't really have a true QB1. Yeah. Now, you are on the road for the first time in the new season. With that said, though, I still feel like Texas State should be a breeze for the Sun Devils. This is the easiest game on the schedule. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this, this is a team that went uh, 500 in the Sun Belt. Yeah. Last year, okay, four and four, eight and five overall. I'm I'm sorry, I don't fear them, and they've lost coordinators. They've lost and, coaches, or no, they've lost uh, quarterbacks. They've lost quarterbacks. Um, it's just it's it's a game that should be a breeze. If we do put Wyoming up to should be a win, this would be the only one that's in a breeze. Um, I believe for the rest of the season. Um, I this is the easiest one to me. Okay. This is a breeze. We consensus then we can put on the Texas road is, State is, is, is I guess breeze. interesting, but I've not heard of the vaunted Texas State Bobcats uh road or home advantage. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I have not heard has. of that yet. I don't think so. anybody has. So yeah, we can put them at a breeze. Okay. And then that's it. You've got your non conference slate kind of out of the way. Just you look like for that. Arizona State. I know again, we, we touched a little bit on these three, just a quick evaluation. It should be, at the very least, a 2 and one start to the season. I'll tell you what, they'll probably pick up a win off the field as well because I think any time this coaching staff is in Texas, they're probably going to pick up a couple more That's recruits. Fair. Plus, they get to be there. I think they might be staying uh, extended. I don't know if they're going to be coming back in between because <laughs> they've got Texas Tech. This is yeah. the game that I'm kind of looking forward to, especially beginning of the season, the most on the road in Lubbock. That is an actual home field yeah. advantage. Th- this one's tough. I-, I This one falls and you've got a chance to me. But on the road against Texas Tech, I guess they're maybe not that great. First Big 12 opponent. Yeah. In the conference. Yeah. Jalen Conyers and company. It's the Conyers thing, man. I know it's like football is so you don't much wanna, more You than don't want to hammer too hard on, I know. on, on that. Like, because it's he's more not than the one entire player. team. I know. Well, he was last year with this team. And he Texas Tech position. did pick up a, a five-star recruit the other day. Five-star, I believe, wide receiver. Texas Tech, I think, is going to surprise some people, not just Arizona State fans, but I think Texas Tech, just as a program, is going to surprise some people this coming season. I don't think there's a whole lot of people talking about Texas Tech um, just because of you know what they've been over the last couple of years. They were seven and six a season ago. They were a bowl team, seven and six overall, five and four in conference, um, and. and Honestly, like just to to pause everything, just to take a look at what they have as a schedule, right? Like their first three games are funny. They yeah, they have a, just a unique schedule, right? They've got North Texas, Washington State, um, Arizona State, Cincinnati, Arizona, TCU, Colorado, West Virginia, Oklahoma State. Like they're all over the map this season. They're on the road 
at Washington State, which is going to yeah, be interesting. That's in their weird. Play. I mean, they're going to decimate Abilene Christian. They're going to decimate North Texas. So Washington State, who knows what that program is going to look like and what type of morale is going to be over there. Yeah. Arizona State's going to be their probably first real test of the year. I mean, for Texas Tech? For, for Texas Tech. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and it's something that we talked about with Ralph the other day, just the previous ASU-Texas Tech games. Yeah. Like, they've been phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. I mean, some high, 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 yeah. high, 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 high scoring games. This one should be fun. Um, it'll be their first real home test as well because their other two home games are against Abilene Christian and North Texas. I would imagine the fans are going to turn out a little bit more for ASU. Yeah. Um, you've got a chance or toss-up? This is the hardest game of the schedule this so is, far. This is, this is a, it is the toughest one of the schedule so far. I... This is tough for me, man. So you're where if you had to pick one, where are you putting it? I'm probably going to go with you've got a chance. Okay. Uh, but I would see this probably being at the latter end of you've got a chance. Okay, everybody in the chat, where do you guys think yeah, this game let's get belongs? The chat do you involved. think it belongs and toss-up should be a win? You've got a chance. I don't think it's extreme difficulty, and I don't no. think it's a breeze. Um, no, I think when you're looking at this game, this is. I don't think it should be a win either. No, it, it's what I told, what I what Ralph and I discussed yesterday. Right, it, this is a game that you are really going to get to learn. I think where the trajectory of this season is going to go. Your first Big Twelve conference game. It's on the road. There's obviously a familiar fall on the other side with Jalen Conyers. We know that this isn't just a Jalen Conyers team, though, and there are some good points in the chat by Debrem just talking about the fact that, hey, Arizona State picked up a lot of guys in the portal right. as well. They got better from a roster standpoint. From everything that I can see, we've got people in the chat kind of putting it in the toss-up category. So I will go ahead. I am comfortable setting it in the toss-up category, yeah. and then maybe we could reevaluate Above that as we move on. Mississippi State for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we can go ahead. State. Yeah, we'll go ahead and tear it out like that. Yeah. So same thing with the bottom. Texas State should be... Uh, the easiest schedule, or yeah, yeah, the yeah. easiest game of the, the, we can, the season. And again, we can revisit. Uh, D. Bram is saying it's a you've got a chance. Um, also, to his point, he said the first first couple of games are going to be tough because yeah, maybe the roster got better, but there's a lot of new players without yeah. continuity, and, and maybe that does make that that Wyoming and that Texas State game even more important. Yeah, Mississippi State obviously just as important, but an SEC school is a little bit harder to get shit figured out. And then Wyoming and Texas State. Um, so I, I get it. These first four games can maybe be graded on a scale. Um, I'm I'm still eyeing you've got a chance with Texas Tech, but let's let the rest of it play out and okay. let's see. So that's fair. So, so after these first four games of the season, the Sun Devils do have their first bye week of the season. And I think that's the perfect time for us to take a little bit our of bye a bye, our bye week, our bye few minutes and talk to you guys and tell you a little bit about our friends over at some burrows. Eric, we got some burrows here just last week. It was so damn awesome. They actually dropped off some gift cards. So I stopped. I got some burrows last night for dinner, tostada, taco, and their, their, they got like a little burrito bowl kind of thing. All that for less than $25. It was so so damn good. I didn't know their, their red salsa was going to be as good as it was, yeah. but it kind of hits, guys. If you didn't know, Sombrero's is a family-owned and operated Mexican restaurant. It's voted Arizona's most loved 
Mexican restaurant. And if you're not just going for, hey, maybe a lunch or a dinner, they've got some awesome party platters to feed a crowd. Maybe you're looking to set up your Super Bowl party. Some Burroughs is here to help you guys. Check out their Fiesta platter. They've got red and green chili, beef mini chimis, taquitos, chips, guac, and their famous hot sauce. Guys, check out their newest locations in Goodyear, Peoria, and I-17 in Joe Max, or visit someburrows.com to find one near you. Let some burrows cater your next meal, big or small, order online, or find one near you by visiting someburrows.com. Y'all, that made me so hungry. Like, I, good, I, so I, I've got the Sunburrows gift card. And what I'm doing is I'm kind of like keeping it in my back pocket, like a, a break, rainy day. In, break in case of emergency. Like, man, I'm hungry. I need some good Mexican food. I don't want to pay for it. Bang. Right. Because, you know, sometimes you got to be a little tight with money. Times are hard. Yeah. Um, but if you maybe want to get some free money, if that sounds nice to you, money. does that sound nice to you? Always. You maybe won't need that Sunburrows gift card if you sign up with our friends over at BetMGM. And I know some people are saying, yo, well, gambling's not a sure thing, right? You're not going to make sure you make money. Well, here's the cool thing about the BetMGM Sportsbook. Right now, you sign up and you deposit $5, use code PHNX, you're going to get $158 free in bonus bets regardless of whatever you place your first five dollars on you could you could put it on the biggest long shot of all time if you hit you get 158 dollars in bonus bets if you lose you get 158 dollars in bonus bets it's literally a free win i'd like to give asu a free win in the schedule but i can't do it i just can't do it but i can for you so make sure you download the bet mgm sportsbook app sign up for bet mgm use bonus code phnx place your first wager through their app of at least five dollars you'll receive 158 dollars instantly instantly and additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome you can check out the show notes for details and now you can hear my personal favorite wildcat even though it's hard to say <laughs> damon Talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-3695. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-91-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. All right, let's go ahead. Get back to the Arizona State schedule tier list. So just a quick little recap. We do have Texas Tech and Mississippi State in toss-up. Games, and we have Wyoming and Texas State in the A Breeze category. And this is where things get interesting. Like I said to Ralph when we kind of went game by game through the schedule, now things get interesting. You're at home for the first time as a part of the Big 12 Conference, and it doesn't start easy. You've got Jalen Daniels in Kansas. We got Jalen Daniels on the thumbnail. We know this is one hell of an athlete. Said it to Ralph the other day. This is a kid that I think is going to be trying to play his name in the conversation for a first-round draft pick next season in the NFL draft. Um, he's played a lot of college football, dealt with injuries. He's a dynamic quarterback, but he's not the only thing that makes Kansas go. This is a pretty good football program, and yeah. I don't think it's going to be that easy for Arizona State. Ranked program yeah, last year in the top 25. And like you said, Jalen Daniels, he's got a little chip on his shoulder, yeah. a little something to prove. He wants to say that he's part of the elite quarterbacks, not only in college football, but somebody that can get a shot at the next level, and look, coming on the road, like uh, this Kansas team is going to be very well prepared. Uh, they were high in our quarterback and in our coach yeah. uh, tier rankings, and I think some people are still sleeping. I, I think some people are still unaware that that Kansas football has has really turned things around. Yeah, and you could argue this is again the hardest game of the schedule so far. Oh I yeah, think, this is the toughest game like, so far. 
you've got a chance. I don't know if this is unwinnable. Yeah. But I don't know if I can go lower than you've got a chance. Like, this is a really, really solid Kansas team. I think looking at the schedule, I, I think there is maybe two or three games where you're like, this is, this is extreme difficulty. Yeah. And I think... I am I am willing to put Kansas in that category. Okay. Of extremely difficult. You know I, what? I don't want to sleep on on this team. Um, obviously, this is a, an Arizona State Arizona State team that I think will have a chance. I think just based off the fact that we are discussing this entire thing in context of when you're playing them, the one thing that's going to keep me from putting Kansas in that extreme difficult category is the fact that you got Kansas off a of bye, right? You have a bye week after Texas Tech before you have to take on Kansas. That's why I think I am comfortable putting the Jayhawks at the you've got a chance category. You know, I get it. I, I think giving this, uh, especially after the the first four games, which like people have brought up in the chat, it's going to be an adjustment period. I'm yeah. sure there's going to see a lot of film and things that they're going to want to change. And, and they will probably come out as a different team Yeah, through that week. Because they're going to probably change a lot, schematically shift, maybe move some guys around positionally and how they're going to be used. And that can definitely catch a Kansas team off guard because if they had a normal amount of film and tape to look at, they would probably be a lot more prepared. But you're right, that that bye week plus Kansas coming off playing TCU, uh, which, yeah, they had a down year, but I'm sure that's still going to be a, yeah. a, a, a tough game. And that's going to be at Arrowhead Stadium. The TCU game? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, that'll be a fun little game. Yeah, that's an interesting play for TCU Kansas. So they're going to be coming off a big game. ASU's going to have a chance to prepare. We what do you want to put? We could, we could put it in you've got a chance, but I'm with you where I'm looking at the schedule and there's maybe two games in extreme difficulty that I would consider for that. One of those being the next one. Yeah, so we can go ahead. Let's go ahead. Put Kansas in the you've got a chance category, um, and then we can move on to what I assume is what you're talking about yeah. here in the extreme difficult category. You've got Kyle Whittingham. You've got Cam Rising, you know, assuming he's healthy. You do have him at home, but you've got a Utah team that just, they find ways to get the job done they're time so and good. again, man. They're, 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 a, they're not a college football powerhouse, but they're certainly a machine. Yeah, absolutely. Like and they, they know added, what they're doing. And they added Dorian Singer. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting. I think is his path in the last couple of years has been very interesting, interesting to watch. Uh, but he's definitely a guy that you can can break out. And I think having Cam Rising and I think having just like they are by far and away the most established of the teams jumping over to the big. Yeah, from the pack, um, they've already established themselves as probably the top tier, a top tier team in the yeah. Big Twelve, maybe even the best team in the Big Twelve. Um, this one is the easiest to me as far as let's put it in extreme difficulty. Yeah, I get it. It's at home, but the level of opponent here, the level of consistency. And again, it's coming off a game that is already going to be difficult for Arizona Correct. State and Kansas. Yeah, it's not. It's 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 not a really great couple game stretch for them. They they have that Texas State break, but Mississippi State, Texas Tech, Kansas, Utah in four out of your five. Uh, games and four out of your first six that's not easy 
Oh, no. That's not easy. And and this is kind of the crescendo of that because it does fall off a little bit. So I'm going to go with extreme difficulty. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's throw Utah here in the extreme difficulty category. And then for Arizona State, you hit the road again, back-to-back games. You've got Cincinnati. Um, this is, I don't want to say, this isn't as difficult of a game as it would have been years ago um, when you had Luke Fickle coaching them obviously he's yeah. moved on the program took a big hit huge and they were really in for a rude awakening last season headed to the big 12 facing some of the teams that they did um emory jones didn't necessarily work out as the quarterback there Shocker. ironically enough um <laughs> uh, you've got a a former cincinnati bearcat on the team for arizona state and justin watley uh the defensive lineman i think cincinnati yes it's on the road yes it's following two difficult games already but I feel like Cincinnati should be a win. This was the worst team in the Big 12 last year. Yeah. One and eight in conference, three and nine overall. That's not great. <laughs> nope. It's awful. <laughs> it's not really that great at all. It's a program in limbo right now. Yeah. They don't really have direction. Uh, they're struggling ever since reaching that incredible high just a couple of years ago. Um, and like their wins last year, two at the beginning of the season over Eastern Kentucky. That was 66 to 13. They were probably feeling real good. After week one. <laughs> Emory Jones, you know how many yards Emory Jones threw for in week one against Eastern Kentucky? Tell me. 345. Airing it out, man. Yeah, everything was great, right? And then you beat Pittsburgh 27-21. Okay, it's a closer game. And then an L to Miami of Ohio. Not great. That's tough. Lost to Oklahoma, lost to BYU, lost to Iowa State, lost to Baylor. Baylor sucked last year. Lost to Oklahoma State, lost to UCF, win over Houston. Nice. Lost to West Virginia, lost to Kansas. And those last two games, just absolute blowouts. Oklahoma State, a blowout. Iowa State, a blowout. Oklahoma, a blowout. Jeez. This is not a program that's in a great spot. They'll probably be slightly better than they were the year before. Um, but not to the point that has me worried. This is should be a win. Okay, let's go this ahead. We could throw Cincinnati in the should be a win category. Now we go to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Um, Arizona State has now seen them for three yeah, straight seasons. Interesting, right? <laughs> um, kind of ironic. And for Arizona State, I feel like when you are hitting this point in the season, right, you already have a good idea as to what ASU should be as a program. Oh, right? yeah. Like, you have played Utah, you've played Kansas, you've played Tech, you've played your non-conference games. Like, you should have a good it's idea. Your eighth game. You, you have an idea of what your identity is throughout the remainder of the season. And, unless I'm looking at this wrong, this is in between Arizona State. In between Cincinnati and Oklahoma State, Arizona State has their bye week, uh, their second bye week of the yeah. season. So, for the Sun Devils, this is, again, a, a perfect opportunity to get healthy and to spend time prepping for an opponent that ASU has already seen um, a handful of times and hasn't really been able to to handle. You look at the quarterback situation for Oklahoma State. Alan Bowman granted another year of eligibility. So Good I job. Believe, I believe that's his seventh year of eligibility that he's that he's got. Do you want to say anything, to Alan Bowman? Indeed.com. <laughs> LinkedIn. They're free to use. Just get, get a job. job. Just get a job. He's played all over the place, man. Get a job. Texas Tech, Michigan, Oklahoma State. And it sounds like he's probably going to be the guy again um, for Gundy and company. Where do you have this one? Because, again, you're coming off the bye, but you are on the road yeah, facing the Oklahoma State Cowboys, a, a team that you haven't really been able to, to handle. You've got an extremely veteran quarterback. You have an extremely veteran coach. 
Yeah. And a team that's had your number, and they're not going to have that kind of QB controversy that they were having when ASU played them last year. Yeah. And that still didn't work out in ASU's favor. Um, again, granted, everything will be a lot better for ASU. We're presuming at this point, you know, this this is where the team really should be clicking. I don't know if I go to extreme difficulty. Okay. I, I'm not sure. It's teetering there. This, I mean, second in the Big 12 last year is not a joke. No. They they have a And that lot. was like a down year for them. Right. <laughs> what I don't know, man. Now I'm looking at it. I'm like, is this extreme difficulty? So I don't think it's extreme difficulty for the same reason that I'm not putting Kansas in the extreme difficulty category is because you get them after a bye week. That's you fair. get the extra week. Um, I don't think they're gonna be what Utah is. Uh, but then again, having an established coach like Gundy says a whole hell of a lot about this program, his tenure there, what he's been able to accomplish. I think Oklahoma State for me belongs right behind Kansas in the you've got a chance category. Arizona State will not be favored on the road. It's going to be interesting to see really, I guess, who is playing quarterback for the Sun Devils at that point in the season. Mm -hmm. But just, you know, a, a lot of these opponents we can look at one by one. And I think we need to separate ourselves and take a step back and just be like, look, this is an Arizona State team that, yes, they're going to be improved, mm -hmm. but you're still looking at maybe five and seven, six and six as the product expected yeah. for Arizona State. No, you're State. right. So you're right. I, I would like to put Oklahoma State in the you've got a chance right behind Kansas. You agree with behind? that? Behind? Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay with that. I, I think those are pretty similar. Um, I, I will want to revisit something. Clint in the chat uh, talking about uh, when they play Cincinnati on the road, October in Ohio means snow. Does it? That's what he says. I don't, now, I don't think know. so. I, I, respectfully, I don't know what the Oregon State fan knows about snow in Ohio. Um, maybe you're from there. I don't know. I didn't. I don't mean that disrespectfully at all. I'm just well, saying, was, is that like a guess or is that like for sure? Well, when like, I was in Indiana, know for sure? when I was in Indiana, it didn't. It didn't start to really snow, like actually snow, um, it, that early in the year. So I, I don't. I mean, it's Ohio and Indiana are right next to each other. So it, I don't anticipate you're going to actually have a whole hell of a lot of snow. You it's might. really their only chance to get snow. Um, Arizona State's only chance? Yeah, it's really their only chance. Oh, they got Kansas State in November. Kansas is... Does it snow in Kansas? I don't know. Like, I don't know anything about Kansas. Danielle? Does it <laughs> snow in Kansas? Danielle, does it snow in Kansas? <laughs> I'm from Arizona, man. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm Let's saying. See. Does, it's got it. It's got it. It's got it. Does it have? I've never heard somebody say, man, no, yeah, it's definitely snowy The weather can Kansas. be vastly different depending on where you're at. The state in general, the counties in the far western regions experience more snowfall but less rain as they are in dry conditions in the high plains part of the country. So, yeah. So, they can. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I, we'll, we'll say two chances then. Two chances. I don't know where Manhattan, where Manhattan, Kansas lies as far as geography goes. Uh, but anyway, that's not that's not important. I, I get it. Yeah, let's go to let's go on to UCF. UCF. This is going to former be, national. This champions. still feels weird. And if you're Arizona State, you you got to be feeling better than Arizona because Arizona has to travel <laughs> to Orlando at this this season. It's just, again, just a weird thing to see, right? Even removing yourself hey, from the Hey, at least they're not 12. Stanford, right? Yeah, exactly. It Stanford, Syracuse? That's going to be disgusting. That's going to be make, disgusting. Makes me throw up in my mouth like seventh-year seniors. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, goodness. UCF, you have them at home November 9th, Mountain America Stadium, uh, better known as Sun Devil Stadium. UCF, I feel like they've been on the up and up just as a program in general over the last few years. Um, I know they've made some noise recruiting recently. I don't really know 
where I want to put UCF as it stands right now. I don't think it's the you've got a chance and it's not no. a breeze. I think it should be more in the conversation of a toss-up and should be a win. Uh, I agree. I'm just trying to decide between the two. Meanwhile, I They weren't like- great in the Big 12 last year. Okay? No. They were they were 6th and 7th, ninth in the Big 12. No. So, but they will look a little different. They will. They will. I I think they're better than Cincinnati and I don't know how many games should be a win for ASU. I'm okay going toss up. Okay, can I put this in perspective of what UCF did last year? No. Okay, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, to put it in perspective of what UCF did last season versus Big 12 opponents, UCF lost to Kansas State 44 to 31. UCF lost to Kansas 51 to 22 without Jalen Daniels. Or no. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if Jalen Daniels actually played that game. Let's see real quick. Jalen Daniels got hit like a cartoon. Jalen Daniels um, was not the leading passer for Kansas in that game. Um, so. Take oh, sorry, I was thinking Jaden Daniels. Yeah, not my Jay, bad. Not Jaden Daniels. Too um, many Jay Daniels, man. So West Virginia, who Arizona State doesn't see um, this season, but is in the Big 12, Ray Anderson's favorite vacation spot. Um, UCF lost to West Virginia 41 to 28. Now UCF did beat Cincinnati, who we have and should be a win, 28 to 26. So that was a tight game. They got the breaks, or no, they beat Oklahoma State 45 to 3. Um, and Oklahoma State was number 15 in the nation at Jeez. that point. And then they turned around UCF and lost to Texas Tech 24 to 23. Um, so this is Amen. this is a weird and, this is a weird one. And to add to that, uh, as far as uh transfers and commits, they have the second strongest class in the Big 12. In the Big 12? Yeah. The transfer class? It transfers and commits. Hmm. Second highest. Toss up or should be a win. I, I think toss up is probably toss up. Toss up is probably the ideal spot. We can go behind Mississippi one. State though. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I would agree with you on that. So we're looking the last three games of the season at Kansas State, home versus BYU, then on the road for the Territorial Cup. The first one in the Big Twelve since these teams joined against Arizona. To recap, where we're at from extreme difficulty to a breeze, you've got Utah as the lone team so far on Arizona State's schedule. In the extreme difficulty category, you've got Kansas, Oklahoma State, and then you've got a chance. You've got Texas Tech, Mississippi State, and UCF in the toss-up. Cincinnati in the should-be-a-win category, and Wyoming and Texas State in the a-breeze category. We will get to the final trio of games for the Sun Devils here in a second. But first, I want to tell you guys all about our friends at OGs. They're my friend. They're Eric's friend. I know Eric loves OGs as well. And they've launched two new products. Okay, Two? Two. Two? two. One. Two. That's a lot. Dose products with live rosin. We're talking about the OG's Naturals and the big OG's. That's what they call me, guys. OG's <laughs> Naturals are vegan gummies made with live rosin, available in a sweet clementine flavor. And if you're not the world's biggest fan of sweet clementine flavor, that's okay. Because they've got strawberries and cream. They've got a bunch of different fruity flavors. Okay? And... Let's say you're not wanting to take these products just for the high. That is okay. They've got products to help you sleep at night. I don't know about you. I am not giant on melatonin. Shit gives me nightmares. I wake up in the middle of the night, man. Like you I, have like a, a sleep paralysis demon. There yeah, dude. You? Seriously, I, that, I man. I started taking melatonin again because I ran out of OGs and I like had nightmares for like a week straight, wow. and I'd be waking up at like two in the morning. I would literally, I my dream would be my nightmare. 
I'm boom. I'm plopped into like the Sahara Desert with a sword, <laughs> fending for my life. And then I wake up at two o'clock in the morning in a, in a sweat, and I'm like, I need OGs. Melatonin. I need be to find a way to plug into your brain. I'm trying to watch your dreams. Dude, my dreams go crazy. <laughs> it sounds dude. like it, dude. They are insane. I, I should keep like a little dream journal. Or you something. honestly, you really should. Yeah, maybe. That's fascinating. Maybe I mean, OGs can sponsor a dream journal for me. An OGs dream journal. That, that, that might actually go crazy. sounds good. The OGs dream journal. It does. It does. Um, I, dude, I listen. I'm I'm a guy who struggles with sleeping. I, I always have. Like since I was a literal kid, like I could never take naps. Yeah. Like I was always like, all right, good night, and then I I go lay down in bed and I would just stare for like five hours. Like why can That's I not tough. fall asleep? And I will say, man, like OGs has. Has definitely helped with that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you also like if you if you are going to participate in cannabis, like there's a lot of benefits to eating it instead yeah. of doing it other ways. Yeah. Um, and, and it tastes good. It's absolutely. A little, a little dessert. Bah, boom. You're asleep. Bah, boom. You're, you're asleep. And, and you're you're healthier because you're getting a, a good a good night's sleep. Like yeah. I'm I'm being dead ass after I figured out how to have a good night's sleep. Like my overall health got better. Um, but that's, you know, I'm not a doctor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Eric is not a doctor, guys. But to learn more about OG's gummies and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. Yeah, man. I'm I'm, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I'm also not somebody who installs floors. But damn it, I know when they look good. That's true. I know. That's just true. You can just tell. And and listen, man, I've, I, I used to be a woodworker. I used to be installing cabinets and stuff. And I understand how hard it is to find somebody who has their own product, makes their own product, installs their own product, serve, has their own services and their warranties on their own product, work with you in your home. Like you don't get all those things checked off the list unless you're going to Empire today. Simply put, nobody does it better. If you are trying to spruce up your home, if you're looking around and it just doesn't feel right, that feng shui is off, you're looking around you're like, why did I pick these floors 30 years ago? <laughs> they have not held up the way that I thought they were going to hold up. Empire's here for you, and they're going to make sure that you don't make a mistake when you pick your replacement. They're going to not only help you find the curated product selection for you, what you want, you also have the ability from home to take a picture and to see what that floor would look like with their floor visualizer. They will literally lay everything out for you. They're going to hold your hand through the process, and they're going to make sure that whatever decision you make, it's the right one. <laughs> Listen, guys, go to Empire today on top of all of this. Everything that I said, you can also get a $350 off discount. Yes, and Chris is saying life is shattered. Uh, Eric is not a doctor. Trust me, if I was a doctor, I would not be here. Uh, anyway, go to <laughs> empiretoday.com slash phnext for more details. Again, $350 off. Spruce up your home. It's a win-win, so why not? Dub. Dub. Absolute dub. We got Short Bus, Chris, Sharon, a bunch of our PHNX diehards in the chat. This is the time to tell you guys, head on over to gophnx.com today. Head over to that Die Hard tab. You're going to unlock a bunch of cool stuff. Not only discounts on merch, not only exclusive Die Hard content, but you're going to get access to my favorite part of being a Die Hard, the Die Hard Discord, where you're going to be chatting with not just ASU fans in the ASU chat, all day long, the same way that everybody's doing in the YouTube chat right now. But we've got a chat for the Coyotes, the Suns, the Cardinals, for literally every Arizona sport, guys. It is just one of the many perks of becoming a PHNX diehard. If you don't take my word for it, just ask some of our diehards in the chat. Give them a message. Chris, Shortbus, Sharon, 
Uh, normally Donald's in here, uh, so definitely give it a shot. Have you responded to Donald's? I have, I have. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Because that's the thing also is that if you like to, you know, comment and talk to us here, we're more accessible uh, off the show as well. And and it's really cool if you want to kind of just like dip your toes into the community and see we are having an event over at the BetMGM Sportsbook on the west side out in Glendale, uh, right next to State Farm Stadium. What? What? I don't know why you're looking at me. I don't know why you're looking at me like that. Uh, But anyway, the the communities that we build here are really, truly special. Uh, We're not having any ASU events right now anytime soon. So if you do want to kind of dip your toe in and meet some really nice people and you're a fan of other sports like House of Heat Sports, I'm sorry, we're not having any Dodgers get-togethers, but we are having a Suns one. So uh, that's tonight. Uh, They're taking on the Nets. If you want to come say hi, it's free. Just RSVP, go to gophnext.com at our uh, at our events tab, and you can get all the information for that. We'd love to see you out there. Um, I know that we have a very dedicated group of diehards that come to almost every single yeah. event we hold. We're the Suns Watch Party tonight, don't we? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Suns Watch Party tonight, BetMGM Sportsbook over at State Farm Stadium. It's going to be a really fun time, special events, and guys, it's free. All you gotta do is just make it out to to the to the west side. And and Chris saying that the Discord conversations are amazing, especially during games. It's it's a non toxic form of of sports social media, which is really hard to come by. Um, it, it's especially nowadays. Yeah, it's just it's hard, man. It, it's hard, and there's shit talking. And, and and Mike Luke will jump in the ASU Discord and come be like, oh, "What was the ASU Oregon State score?" Uh, but you know, it's that's fine. Then we do the same thing. We hop in a Wildcat chat and we say, "Oh, what was the Arizona Oregon State score?" Because they <laughs> lost too. That's fair. <laughs> and uh, short short bus in the chat quote. Uh, super chat. Sorry, I'm late. Had to perform perform surgery on someone. Could you imagine? I'm like coming in. I'm I'm taking off like my scrubs and stuff. I'm like, all right, let's tear Big Twelve <laughs> teams. How much of a drop that would be crazy? That would be? that would be crazy. Oh man, I've been watching some Grey's Anatomy though lately. That's a whole different story. Though. I can't get into it, man. Can't really? Get into it? Nah, it's a good man. show. Short bus. Thank you for the super thank chat. You, We're gonna get bus. back to our tier list right now, discussing the last three teams on Arizona State's schedule, guys. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't done it already. But moving on for Arizona State, we've got at Kansas State. You are on the road, Manhattan, Kansas. You might be getting some snow at that point in the season. And Kansas State, not a slouch of a program. They have been on the up and up. I equated them kind of to Oregon State over the last couple of seasons. They've been really consistent in what they are trying to build as a program. You're consistently seeing them in bowl games, consistently seeing them in the AP Top 25. Um, And I think this is, realistically, this is a a game that I put in the extreme difficulty category. Really? Yeah. I'm teetering. Top two, for sure. Um, I I think if they go to extreme difficulty, uh, I just, I don't know how much better... In Kansas and Oklahoma State, they're going to be this year. Again, you have to look at, again. They're the, I, I know, and it's on the road. It's, it's going to be on the road. And I have been UCF. informed. I have been informed, and I feel just a little bit silly. Um, <laughs> that game at Arrowhead Stadium uh, that, the, that the Chiefs played with all the snow. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's in Kansas. Yeah, there you go. So I think it does snow in Kansas. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's go extreme difficulty. Extreme difficulty <laughs> is fine. Uh, I'll, I'll eat my words on that. So let's 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 do that. On the road, cold. That's what the chat's saying. Um, I, I think they are a better team than Kansas, and they are a better team than Oklahoma State. I don't know if it's by a significant margin, but factoring in everything else, let's go extreme. Debrem's going crazy. I'm not going to read that De- comment, but that's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy! All right, going on yeah, from, from he, Kansas yeah. State. 
Um, then you are back at home. Last home game of the season for Arizona State. Kenny Dillingham. At this point in the year, maybe we're talking about this BYU game potentially being for bowl eligibility. Yeah, there's a chance. Um, and I think that pushes Arizona State to maybe deliver more of a successful product through these last two games. But regardless, BYU as a as an opponent, the the heaven and hell game um, hell. is I what I think that. it's going to eventually be. Um, but... I, I'm not too scared of BYU, man. Yeah, I, I'm not either. Just based off, you can't just base everything off of record, but we're trying to go relatively fast here and not do a six-hour show. Um, <laughs> two and seven in conference, five and seven overall. That means every single loss came from the Big 12 for them last year. That's not a great look. Um, they're also going to be coming off of a really tough gauntlet of games, kind of like ASU earlier in the season. They're going to have um, UCF on the road, and then they're going to have a bye week, which good for them. And then they're going to have Utah on the road and then they're going to take on Kansas at home yeah. and then they travel to Tempe and take on ASU. So they do have a bye week in there, but that's four games. And before UCF, if you want to look at that, like Oklahoma state and Arizona. So starting on October 12th, you've got U of A for them. Then they have Oklahoma state. Then they have UCF. Then they have a bye week. Then they have Utah, those two games on the road. And then they take on Kansas and then they're on the road for Arizona state. There's a chance they don't win any of those. Yeah. The, the only other games that look winnable for them are their non-conference against Southern Illinois, SMU. And they're also playing Wyoming. Um, and then they take on Kansas state. That's tough. Baylor, Baylor and ASU are two of the most winnable games for them. This year, so they're probably going to come out with a little bit of extra juice. But last home game of the season, I think we're really going to know the Sun Devils' identity. This should be a win, but of course, if things don't go the way that we think they're going to go earlier in the season, maybe that can shift. But I, I'm cool with should be a win. It's looking kind of lonely down there. Yeah, you, no, I, I'm there. I'm comfortable putting that in, in should be a win. I'm as cool well. with uh, them being above Cincinnati. What about you? What do you think? I, I think they're. It doesn't matter to me. We can we can move them to to right ahead of them. Uh, what looks better? What looks better to for your you? Soul. What speaks to my soul? Let's go YC. YC. I like YC. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. I, I was looking earlier just at what BYU's transfer rankings were, mm -hmm. uh, and they didn't make too much noise in the no. transfer portal. I believe they only got four incoming transfers. Lost a handful of guys that haven't even committed. Uh, to other places. New head, new head, uh, no, they don't have a new head coach. So, I'm so thinking somebody else. BYU, um, again, from what I saw, didn't didn't fare too well at come portal season, so I'm totally comfortable putting them in should be a win. But you have now got, ironically enough, as GM Saul Bookman walks you in. You know, he, it's like goddamn Beetlejuice, man. <laughs> like, like, I swear to God, the moment that we, it, we didn't even start the transition and he was just like waiting outside, just waiting for that last team. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Ironically yeah. enough, so we've got the Arizona Wildcats to wrap up the Arizona State back season. the A breeze. Um, Noah Fafita, T Mac, all coming back for for the Arizona Wildcats. Now you are going to have Brent Brennan as the coach for the University of Arizona. I do think that makes a difference this season. Um, we've already kind of talked about the added pressure for Brennan with getting some of these guys back. He's not going to have the same time frame that Jed Fish had. Um, where do you feel like this game belongs? I feel like in this, this may be out there. I don't think this is anywhere near extreme difficulty. I think this would have been extreme difficulty if Jed Fish was still the coach. But I think they did take a few steps down with Brent Brennan as the new head coach. So we're taking everything into account here. Not just the team, but the location, history behind it. I, 
Anything can happen in a rivalry, man. Anything can happen in a, in a rivalry game, and the, you've got a chance to extremely difficult. The thing with extremely difficult is if we put it there out of those games, it's not I, an extremely difficult game. I, I I do think that'd be the most. I don't think. I, I don't game. think so. I I, I have. I, I just know it's not. It's not. Last again, you were talking about where it's at in the season. You're talking about the players. Arizona State got better as a team. Obviously, the the two teams that we have at extreme difficulty for certain reasons, where you have them in the season, if they're on the road, if they're coming off a bye week. That's the only reason that we've got Kansas and Oklahoma State in the if you've got a chance, not extreme difficulties, because ASU plays them um, after bye weeks. I think Arizona is, if they were in a toss-up, they would be the, the first team. They would be above Texas Tech. They would be the hardest team in that category. And if they were in the you've got a chance category, I think they would be below Oklahoma State simply because it's a rivalry and anything can happen. How about this? How about let's make a poll? You're making a poll in let's the chat? Let's make a poll real quick. Oh, goodness. This should Where, be interesting. Oh, it's all caps. I don't need to scream. Where is... What do you think, Saul? We've got you here, ironically right. enough, to, to discuss where you think U of A belongs in this schedule. Unbiasedly, of course. Un- as we are. Un- unbiased, first of all, uh, we, we lost three starters mm-hmm. so far right okay uh good I players i don't think three don't, starters from the portal alone or three starters in general the three starters for, that we're going to return okay okay um and actually i think it's just two my bad it's just two okay it's just two um you got your running back uh jonah coleman gone and then price sock who was uh going to be a safety you get his jersey right? uh, i did not <laughs> um so you lost those two it hurts but it's not the end of the world you're still returning 16 of 22 starters the question I ask you is, you guys got housed by 32 points last year. Mm-hmm. Do you think what you did versus what we lost so far, you've closed the gap enough? I think we got better. I think you got worse. Okay. So far. So far. Yeah. So far. Because there's another portal window. There is that's another portal up, window. Yep. And with all the movement that's going to happen, we could lose more or yeah. we could gain more. Yeah. Who knows? That's right? true. Uh, and so far, he has recruited a couple guys that were all conference selections at San Jose to come over here and, and play. I'm not saying that they're going to make be world beaters, but I don't think you guys made up a 30 point difference. I don't think with all things being considered, considering our schedule and how easy it is. And I will I fully admit that we have a pretty easy schedule. Yeah, yeah. Everything laid out pretty, pretty well for us. Um, you're talking about a team that could be facing the opportunity to be in that 12 team playoff at the end of the season where you guys might be looking at a bowl bid, right? Like, I, I will fully concede that. I think five, six, seven wins for you guys, which should be in the in the realm of possibility, yeah. um, is con- is conceivable. Now, who's got more to win on, on the line at the end of the season? I just don't see it. I don't think you guys made up a 30-point difference because we do have the, one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and we do have the best wide receiver in the conference. When you, But and, when you talk about... by themselves... Keeps you in any ball game. No, I, I again, I think Arizona will certainly be the favorite in that game. That's that's again why we're having the conversation of him even being in the the you've got a chance category because they will be the favorite going into this game. You, they may be a top fifteen team in that AP top twenty five. I do think that there are a lot of Arizona fans that don't truly aren't aren't leaning into how big of a loss. Jed Fish is, as a head coach, one of, in my personal opinion, I think he's a top 10 head coach in college football probably right now. Um, Based on what? 
I mean, just everywhere he's gone, he's found a way to turn the, turn the, around the, the program. The reason why Arizona fans will push back on that notion is a. Um, if J- Jaden Delora doesn't get hurt in the first place, he sticks with Jaden Delora and we don't win 10 games. Yeah. That's a flat out honest truth. We could have beat Mississippi State if we had Noah Fafita, but that didn't happen because Jed Fish wanted to stick to his guns and go with his boy. Yeah. Who can't even find a starting job anywhere in the country right now for other reasons. Yeah. So that's why I would push back on that. Noah Fafita took that offense to a whole nother level. And that's the reason why. So would I think you put him in extreme difficulty? I would. I want to know what the chat's going to say. What's the chat? It's a tie. 32% say toss up. 32% say should be a win. Well, I'm not putting it in should be a win. (laughs) I mean, that's that's definitely a biased poll. If we want to go to PHNX Wildcats and say which one, you know, we'd probably get 32 extreme difficulty, 32, you've got a chance. So it's like. Where do you want to put it, Eric? Um, End end of you've got a chance or the first team in toss up? I, I'm not putting them in toss up. I I'm I just can't. I can't. Okay. I, okay. I I feel like yes, anything can happen in a game like that. I think ASU would still have a chance, and I do even think that if U of A is having some bigger aspirations for the end of the season, that feels like a game that they would blow. That feels like a game they would lose to ASU when you're going in and have all those expectations, and and it actually is important this time. It feels like that's the type of game that ASU just, would win. The same way, vice Brennan versa. To be it, honest, man. I just I just don't think he has it. Okay, I just really, I really I don't. I would go with you've got I'll, a chance. I'll put it, I just, he just doesn't look like he has it. Some guys you can look at and he's just like, he doesn't have it. He's going to say something about Kenny. I know he is. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say anything about Kenny. Did you even know who the fuck Jed Fish was before he got to U of A? Yeah. No, you did not. Yes, I did. You did not. He was with Harbaugh. I know everything about Harbaugh, man. Jim's my guy. <laughs> hey, hey, you hey, you really thought that Jed Fish was going to turn this in, whole program to this, to this, le- this, to yeah. this level? No. No, I didn't. But he proved that he could. What has Brent Brennan done? He's won conference championships. What do you want him to San, do San at San Jose State? State? One of the most difficult places. I don't know if you've ever been to San Jose State. No, and I never intend to go. Yeah, you should never go. <laughs> and like the fact that he did that is a miracle. Okay. He's the winningest coach in their program's history. And Dick Tomey coached for them. So, I don't know. of course, I'm going to be biased. I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm not putting him in extreme difficulty. You can put him at the end. And I will, you got a I will say this. If the, 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 the script was reversed, um, I would probably put ASU. You probably put it in the should be a win category. Should be a win. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I can, be again, I can see but that. I can make an argument. It could be a breeze. I don't know. Mm, guess we'll see. Guess Guys, we'll see at 30, the end. 30 more seconds. Derek Montiel is coming in here to strangle us today. <laughs> so. Hey, look, it is what it is. Just to recap our tier list here. We've got Kansas State and Utah in the extreme difficulty category. Eric, did we want to leave it? Kansas State is the hardest team? Yeah. Okay. Then we will move on from that. We've got Kansas, Oklahoma State, and Arizona in the You've Got a Chance. Texas Tech, Mississippi State, UCF in the toss-up. BYU and Cincinnati in Should Be a Win. And then we've got Wyoming and Texas State in the A-Breeze category. Let us know in the comments what you think of this tier list. On the way out, though, Okay, last thing I want to talk about. Senior Bowl is going on right now. Okay, there are no Arizona State seniors participating in this Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. However, there are three dudes with Arizona ties. Ladarius Henderson, Johnny Wilson, and Ricky Pearsall. What do those guys all have in common? Oh, yeah, they went to Arizona State. And they all also... Left We're, Arizona State. I was about State. to say, I was about to say. <laughs> they all really left Arizona State. players now? What? <laughs> This uh, is just further further and pushing. This, this also doesn't include the Heisman winner as well. So yeah, Jaden Daniels just. Okay, I'm sad now. 
We were doing so good. I know, I know, but the Senior Bowl is going on. Ricky Persall is going to go to the NFL. Johnny Wilson is going to go to the NFL. Adarius Henderson's all, they're all, all three of those guys were in Tempe. They were all Arizona State Sun Devils at one point in their career. You mentioned Jaden Daniels obviously winning the Heisman. All Sun Devils, all guys going to be in the NFL. And guess what? ASU not going to get any credit because Herm was in charge. Ladarius Henderson's always going to be remembered as the Michigan offensive lineman. Pearsall is going to be remembered as the Florida wide receiver. And Johnny Wilson's going to be remembered as the giant wide receiver at Florida State. And that's for you, Herm Edwards. Thank you very much, guys. But that is going to do it for the PHNX Sun Devil Show, guys. If you enjoyed the content or if you didn't, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow this guy right here at Eric Ruby. That is Eric with a K. And you can follow DJ Danielle and Africa Danielle on social. Guys, we will be back in action Thursday. Same time, same place. But in the meantime, go Devils. Peace.